Good afternoon, everyone. If you please join with me in prayer. Loving God, we thank you for loving us just as we are. We thank you that we can come before you today with all of our flaws and inconsistencies, 
and you promise to make something beautiful out of our humble offerings to you. Open our hearts this afternoon to hear your voice. Amen. For our call to worship, um, Steve, would you read this with me? If you are delighted to be here, and if you are tired or troubled, you are welcome. If your faith is strong, and if your faith is battered or frail, you are welcome. If you are eager to praise God, and if you need to be quiet, you are welcome. God welcomes us all to worship today and promises to meet us here. Our first song is Mountain of God. It's on 11 in the hymnal. And uh, you can just follow along with the words here if you'd like to do that as well. Oh 
For our confession, we're using 888. Let's pray. Friends in Christ, God knows our needs before we ask. And in our asking prepares us to receive the gift of grace. We open our lives to God's healing presence, seeking peace with God and reconciliation with our neighbors. We are mindful not only of personal evil, but also our communal sins of family, class, race, and nation. We confess to God whatever has wounded us or brought injury to others, that we may receive mercy and become for each other ministers of God's grace. Hear the good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ. And Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ prays for us. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old life has gone. New life has begun. Know that you are forgiven and be at peace. Amen. Um, children's time today has something to do with, yeah, this heart. Um, it's involving Psalm 36, 5 through 10. And there it says, God is steadfast love. Not just God is love, but God is steadfast love. So I welcome um, younger ones to stay on the screen and others of us can just kind of watch for a moment. And I've got a task here. Let's see. Um, Emma and Izzy, are you both there? Is that a different computer? Yeah, but Emma's over there. Okay. Can she hear? That's all she needs. All right. Um, so Emma, I'm going to give you the job of counting how many times you hear the word steadfast. And Izzy and Micah are going to read an adaptation of Psalm 36. Um, and there's a lot of times where we hear this word. So I want to take a look at this word. 
So yeah, get your fingers ready or whatever. Um, congregation, you can do the same. Let's see if we get the same number after the reading. So Izzy and Micah, I invite you both to unmute. And would you read the adaptation of Psalm 36? Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness is light. The mighty mountains. Your judgments are light. The great deep, you save humans and animals alike. O Lord, how precious is your steadfast love, O God. Your steadfast love, all people make may take refuge in the shadow of your wings. The fast, the feast on the abundance of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. Oh, continue your steadfast love to those who know you. Your steadfast love. Your steadfast love and your salvation to the upright of heart. Thank you. Um, Emma, any idea? What number did you get? Seven. Woohoo! Right on. Seven times. Now, like I said, I adapted this a little bit, but steadfast is this word that's in this psalm. When I look up that definition, um, the definition is loyal, faithful, dependable, reliable, something you can count on, steadfast. I'm now taking a little deviation here. New question. What are things that you might get a prize for if you do really well? Any of you have an idea about that? Like something at school, something, I don't know. What, in what situations would you get a prize? Anything at school you get prizes for? Micah got a prize this week. Um, like um, support and this like project for the K four kids that we had that we have at our school. So I helped them with like this um, school project that they were doing. Cool. All right. You probably that was probably very much appreciated. You probably did a good job. Yeah. Uh, Emma, go ahead. Um, like if I'm being good in class? Nope. Yeah, right, totally. Maybe get something out of the blue. Um, whenever we play Kahoot in my classes for review or whatever, the winner wants the prize. Sometimes I give it out, sometimes I don't. But yeah, often it's like when we do something good, right? We feel like we kind of deserve it. If our baseball team wins, you know, we get a trophy or something. But if we look back at this Psalm 36, that's, that's not what's going on in there. In that one, it's saying that God's steadfast love is just God's steadfast love. It's always there. It doesn't say anything in what you guys read about having to earn something for God's love. 
we can just count on it. It's not when we do something good or when we are the best at something. God's love isn't just for when we're in church. Instead, God's love is steadfast. We can always count on it. Thank you for helping me take a look at that. Thanks for reading. Thanks for counting, Emma. And congregation, come back. You can turn your screens on. Let's join together again. Um, the next song is called Your Love is Amazing. Um, it is, oh, I'll show, you the, I'll show you the number in the hymnal, but the words are going to be on the screen too. So it's 96 in the hymnal. Your love is amazing, steady and unchanging. Your love is a mountain, firm beneath my feet. Your love is a mystery, how you gently lift me. When I am surrounded, your love carries me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Your love makes me sing and hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Your love makes me sing. Your love is surprising, I can feel it rising All the joy that's growing deep inside of me And every time I see you, all your goodness shines through And I can feel this God song rising up in me Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah makes me sing and hallelujah, 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 your love makes me sing. Your love is amazing, steady and unchanging. Your love is a mountain, firm beneath my feet. Your love is a mystery, how you gently lift me When I am surrounded, your love carries me Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Your love makes me sing and hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Your love makes me sing Yes, you make me sing Lord, you make me sing, sing, sing How you make me sing Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Your love makes me sing And hallelujah, hallelujah Hallelujah, your love makes me sing and hallelujah, hey, hallelujah, hallelujah, your love makes me sing and hallelujah, Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, your love makes me sing and hallelujah, hallelujah, 
We'll read Isaiah 62, 1 through 5. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall see your vindication and all the kings your glory. And you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give you. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no more be termed forsaken and your land shall no more be termed desolate. But you shall be called, my delight is in her and your land married. For the Lord delights in you, and your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a young woman, so shall your builder marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. Connie? Good afternoon. Um... I was drawn to give the reflection today um, by reading the lectionary passages and um, particularly the opening line of Isaiah 62, I will not keep silent. Also, there was a blank spot on the sign-up sheet. It has been a struggle for me to finish writing this sermon. Um, there were many different directions I could go and editing is about choices and that is not my strong point. Anyway, I want to say as Mandy did last week um, that I have even more respect for those of you who regularly share the reflection. Um, Steve's gonna, my, um, Steve is just going to put some photos on the screen. Um, they're not professional photos, but hopefully they'll add a little bit to the message. The Isaiah passage um, speaks about the care God gives to the Israelites about being part of God's family. In this instance, God's devotion is compared to being in a loving marriage. It's about belonging to a being who delights in you and values you as much as a precious stone or crown. He says, you, meaning the people of Israel, have been called desolate and forsaken. Now you will be called my delight and your land married. And notice it was not just individuals that God wanted to love, but God wanted to bless the land with, with good things as well. Instead of being left alone and desolate, God would be caring for the Israelites with the growing plants and trees from healthy soil 
and with abundant rain. The people would have what they needed to make a good life. They would be loved and cared for. Experiencing that love would be like a person holding a royal diadem in one's hand, amazed at the beauty and wonder of it, of its many facets. Imagine God taking delight in seeing each of you who are listening today, each of you with your unique interests, experiences, thoughts, and ideas, and gifts. And there are so many sides to each of us also. God finds joy in our variety. God who values each of us for who we are, this God will hold you, will look upon you and know you, will give you attention and care, will love you and be with you through everything. That is some of what the steadfast love of God is about. It's not just a, gener a generous but distant relationship. Verse 5 repeats, uh, repeats the marriage metaphor. Your builder will marry you. God wants a close relationship with God's people. Psalm 36 is one I have tried to put to music, but I have not been able to finish it yet. <clears throat> The psalmist shares about a love going in a different direction. It is like a love song from a person to God. The love that is poured out seems to me to come from a new encounter with the great love of God. We don't know what form that encounter took, a still small voice, dreams or visions, being rescued from danger, songs in the morning. <clears throat> or just an awareness of God's presence and love. We don't know, but it made such a great impact that the author couldn't keep silent. The psalmist says, how precious is your steadfast love, O God. When I was in middle school and high school, the pastor at our, ch uh, our church was a very gentle older man. He would greet us with a handshake after the service. <clears throat> I think every Sunday he's used words something like, you are so precious, or you are precious in God's sight. I felt like laughing at his words almost. It seemed like something an older person would say. I was a critical teen, finding nearly everything laughable. The word precious wasn't used much in our everyday language. <clears throat> But inside, I did take his words to heart. I felt loved and acknowledged when the pastor said that. I was reminded that I was, I was unique and loved and known by God and by others in the congregation. Right now in our world, it may not seem to us like God is near. Why are we going through this pandemic? Why is it lasting so long? Hospitals are to capacity or beyond capacity. People are mourning lost loved ones. Isolation is causing many to become depressed and anxious. The situation keeps changing, which causes more anxiety. And where is God in all this? Questioning is a normal response to the situation of the last couple of years. 
you may have these thoughts or you may be feeling anger or rebellious thoughts toward God. Maybe you've been, been thinking or saying to God, how could you let this happen if you are such a loving God? I think a genuine experience of God usually comes when we are open and honest about a struggle. So if you are struggling now to hold on to faith, to keep, keep going, to keep caring for others, uh, lift that up to God. Pray and then watch and wait for an answer. Pay attention to nature and people around you. Where can you experience God? How is God working or speaking to you now? God is faithful and God's love is steady and reliable. I believe God is near, near us to comfort and protect. We can be reminded in these verses that God truly loves us with a deep and abiding love. Something else I want to notice in the Isaiah passage is that Isaiah speaks about Israel's vindication. The nations will see your vindication, he says. God wants us, God wants to free us from guilt and condemnation from others. God is our redeemer. God wants others to see how much we are valued and loved. God wants our lives to flourish and be full of good things, and God wants others to know about it. I'm reminded as I write about Rachel Stolpe's reflection about adoption a while back. Uh, having recently had our nephew Aaron with us, that experience is still in my mind. Steve and I might want to give Aaron a nice safe home but he mostly just wants to be with his original family. <clears throat> that will always be a longing for him. The Israelites who went as captives to Babylon and then were able to return finally to their home country would have to learn how to live again as a loving family of God. They would have to build a new life in their land since so much was destroyed. They might spend much of their time longing for things the way they used to be. They might even unknowingly relive things the way they had experienced evil that was done to them. Perhaps God is saying through Isaiah that God will be with them and loving them through that whole healing process <clears throat> that's needed after being captives in a strange land. <clears throat> Isaiah and God wanted them to know that God really did care about their welfare, their state of mind and their everyday lives through this whole process. Sorry, I didn't realize I would get so emotional that God would not abandon them, would not leave them alone. God never did leave them alone. As long as they were called to God and turned to God, God would faith, faithfully be there to love God's people. 
I wonder what that means for us to be part of God's family, part of God's royalty. Can we be open enough to accept the kind of life God wants to give us? Are we willing to leave behind things and ways of being that are harmful to ourselves and others? Are we willing to let God heal us? Neurobiologists are learning a great deal about the human brain and what trauma does to the brain. If a person has experienced serious trauma, they may easily be triggered back to memories of that time. When triggered, the person operates in that fight, flight, or freeze mode. Um, and they're actually naming, um, calling some other modes that people operate. They're not operating with the rational thinking, planning part of their brain in the frontal cortex. Cortex. One thing besides, besides time and a peaceful environment that can help in the healing process is meditation. Meditation, it has been found, allows the mind to be more open and it trains the brain to stay in a more open state so that it doesn't go directly to the fight, flight, or freeze mode when triggered. Hopefully I'm describing the scientific stuff well enough. I'm obviously not a neurobiologist or a psychologist. But when we think about the gospel and about prayer, um, I think about being open to God. This can have an, a healing effect on our minds and our bodies. So back to the passages, what is our response to the great love of God? Isaiah at the beginning of the chapter says, for Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. It sounds like he is saying, I'm going to work for as long as I live to help the Israelites to understand the great love God has for them and the kind of good life God will give them. This love will be their vindication. It will show everyone around them of God's great salvation and love. The psalmist says, all people may take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house and you give them drink from the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. I think we need to be steadily walking with God to be open to, open to God in our life in order to experience the fountain of life. And to be part of God's light, we need to know God's ways. So scriptures are important. Um, perhaps the answer to my question, what is our response to God's great love? Is that we first need to be open to it. I wanted to talk about how we can share God's love and um, different attitudes when we do that and things like that. But um, I instead want, um, decided to focus on just um, being open 
to God's love and and spending time with God, reading the Bible, meditating, praying. We need time. We need to take the time to let God's love work in our lives. Uh, I'm speaking for myself here um, in a lot of ways. I know there are things I need to do with God more regularly. We may need to re-encounter this loving God in this time if our desire to share this love with others is, um, is not fresh and vib vibrant. These scriptures remind us that God did, did break through into people's lives. God spoke to Isaiah and the psalmist to share a message of hope and reassurance and love. When we take the time to remember our, our baptisms, remember our first love, as Revelation puts it, times to let God speak to us, we will remember and encounter the abundant love of God. Then we can say we cannot keep silent. Thanks. Thank you. 
Join in prayer. Loving God, we praise you. We praise you for nature. We praise you for not leaving us alone. That you don't just tolerate us or think us think that we're okay, but you actually treasure us. God, we praise you for your steadfast love. And that you delight in us even when we don't deserve it. God, we ask that you rain down your love on us. Help us to be alert and looking for your presence. Expecting to see your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's continue our prayer. Um, with singing Rain Down.
Yo! Yeah.